What is this about you and a yelling contest or something? Yeah. In track practice in college, we had our athletic testing day where we're supposed to set all our benchmarks for how high we can jump and how fast we can run. And Wow, you know that information about yourself? Yeah, I know about 18-year-old me. How high could you jump? I think my vertical was like 29. Hmm. That sounds pretty high. You could jump mm. 29 inches? Do you remember any other stats about yourself? Um, My 40 time, Ooh. I think. Ooh. What was it? Like four six or something, four six seven range. That sounds really fast. Four two is like the benchmark for greatness, right? Yeah. Wow. Four six is okay. I can't believe we know people's speed at that amount of distance. Yeah. Anyway, the competition in question was you had to throw a shot put over the back of your head as far as you could. Okay. Over the back of your head. Like. <laughs> yep. Like heaving it. If anyone is curious, Mike made effectively. <laughs> He pantomimed shoveling really hard. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he just threw that thing right behind him. Over the back. Two-handed, over the back of your head. You're supposed to, like, really put your whole body into it. Shot put your whole body (laughs) into. Shot put your whole body into it. Sure, okay. How do you feel about that joke, Josh? I don't know. You like it? (laughs) Not really. (laughs) All right, go ahead, Mike. Anyway, uh, so we each got three tries at it. Can I redact that? Can that be stricken from the record? You know what? It's Master Sunday. You get a mulligan. Oh, nice. Hey, sports. Uh, you watch more sports than everybody. You're wearing a master shirt. Why are you trying to act like the I'm cool not. guy who doesn't watch sports? <laughs> going to watch some sports ball? You literally That's turned not- on figure skating while we were outside <laughs> just to watch athletic competition I in between the NBA playoffs. Love sports. I know. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Hey, sports. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, that's better. Yeah. Anyway, continue. So my first try was real bad. Oh, no. Mm. You know what my problem was? I was totally silent while I did it. No yell. You threw a shot put backwards silent? Yeah. In public? Well, yeah, people were watching me. I didn't want to yell. That's the easiest way to tell who is a murderer here. (laughs) Well, my coach told me to yell next time. Okay. So next time, oh, wow, this made me super nervous having to yell. I yelled. I went, ha! And it wasn't good enough. I was like one of the worst on the team again. Which is odd because you're not not strong. I know, I did okay in the other stuff, but uh, on try three, uh, my yell wasn't good. I, I, I couldn't yell loud enough. What'd you yell? I yelled like, ha! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You sound like an actor who's being trained on how to generally sound while going into battle. Yeah, not effective. It's like a vocal coach, yeah. Oh! <laughs> it was pretty fun. <laughs> it's like a actually it's like a singing coach more than anything else like hold this note that's true hold this note and throw this shot put <laughs> Jeez. so what did they say when you couldn't do it um well i barely made the team so but this isn't required you were a sprinter <laughs> it was a demonstration of my power i think <laughs> i was supposed to demonstrate how powerful i was oh boy yeah were you good at running track no not really well, what did you take away from this experience? Uh, my nickname was Booger. <laughs> okay. Your nickname was Booger? Yeah. Does that stay true to this day? No, no. I don't talk to them anymore. Oh. We don't keep in touch. Do you think they sit around a bar somewhere going, I wonder how Booger's doing? <laughs> Remember that time he couldn't yell while he was throwing that shot put? I was, I was famous for not talking. You went to college in the Mid-South, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
You're listening to Instead of, a hypothetical podcast with Mike Bogart, Tepin Johnny, and me, Josh Harrison. You know how bigger, more successful podcasts sometimes ask you to fill out a survey so that they can get all kinds of info on their listeners to sell to advertisers? I promise that's not what we're doing because the thought of our show being appealing to advertisers is funny in itself. But I do need you to fill out a super short survey for something that I'm planning for an upcoming episode. It's going to be awesome. It'll take less than 60 seconds. It's only two questions long. Uh, You can find a link to it at the bottom of the show description for this episode, or you can go to bit.ly slash instead of survey, all one word. My only request, in addition to the request for you to give me 60 seconds of your time in the first place, I guess, uh, is to not talk to Mike or Tappen about this. You'll see why soon. Promise. Thanks. You're all amazing. And now on with the show. So we're recording this on the afternoon that Game of Thrones premieres for its final season. Hey! Yeah, sure are. And so I stopped watching this right before we started recording. I'm like halfway through an hour-long recap of the entire show. Oh, cram it? I think it is cram it, yeah. Dude, I love cram it. I watched that too, like two days ago. Dude. Yeah, cram it from Screen Junkies. Cram it's awesome. I shared it with people and everything. I said this is a great way to get caught up. Wow. Nice. Honestly, we're not even doing a cram it bit. They didn't pay us to say this. It was just a wonderful video. <laughs> if you haven't seen the premiere yet for some reason, go watch cram it first. Yeah. Like I am caught up. I've seen every other episode, but just it's been a while and, you know. Me too. Did you mm-hmm. did you remember what was his name? Barrick the Dondarian? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just talking to Mike before you jumped on the on the call on the headphone on the mic. It's okay to say Mike again. You don't have to make it sound like this is a business meeting. <laughs> Yeah, but just before you joined, I was talking to him about how, like, there are people where if you told me, like, we made one character up, we made one part of this story up in this hour-long video, I would have, like, 30 of them where I wouldn't know which one to choose from because there are so many that are just absent from my memory. Oh, really? I have a pretty bad memory, and I've remembered a lot of those people. Really? I'm surprised to hear this, Josh. There are just so many, like, small side characters where they're just like, you know, they were in season one, which, I mean, at this point, season one came out in, what, 2012 or something like that? Long time ago. Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. I was watching that show for the first time as I was driving from Chicago to Seattle. I vividly remember that, that, like, pack up and start my life road trip. Nice. I was watching Game of Thrones at all the motels that I stayed at. Wow. Oh. Yeah, it was fun. But anyway, so Game of Thrones is obviously a cultural phenomenon, uh, I don't remember. You sound not at all <laughs> like a person who has experienced a phenomenon. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We've talked about this, that the show is like fine. It's fun. It, I'm excited to watch more of it, but it's not like my favorite show of all time. Sure. Yeah. That's Breaking Bad. Uh, I don't know if that is my favorite show of all time. We've talked about this. Dude. I love Breaking Bad, but... You used to be a Breaking Bad stan. Mike, listen to this. He bought a DVD set that came in one of the things that look like the jugs where they hid their money. Oh. Yeah. A collector's edition. Yeah. He loves Breaking Bad. I do. You're a collector. Yeah. Wow. But anyway... Wait, no. What is your favorite show? My favorite show? Probably The Leftovers. Oh, wow. Yeah. We have very similar taste. Yeah. Fargo, Patriot. Fargo, Patriot. Oh, fuck. Patriot might actually be it. I don't know. Yeah, Breaking Bad is like, eh, it's probably top 10. It's probably like low top 10, like nine. Ten. Don't act like this wasn't a huge thing in your life. If people are wondering, and I'm sorry if I'm spilling secrets, <laughs> Josh would obviously turn off his phone, turn off his like internet and everything to avoid any spoilers, but he would also close his blinds. 
and like sit in darkness in the event that the outside world would spoil it. Because the sun set in the window through the window that was facing the TV. So there would be a gigantic glare. I didn't just close that for Breaking Bad. I closed that anytime I was watching a TV show in the afternoon. Just. I like the just. <laughs> I know you didn't want to see someone on whatever road that was just yell what happened that night. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm on the West Coast, damn it. <laughs> but anyway, so the reason that I bring up Game of Thrones is the title is very fitting of the show. Yeah. 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 That's pretty much what they do. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, that's the most passive aggressive tongue in cheek insult I've heard you give anybody. <laughs> uh, but anyway, as this is instead of, I know that it's real tough to come up with something that could be as compelling or as successful as Game of Thrones, but. Pretend that I am a TV executive at HBO. Game of Thrones is ending, but I want to carry on the success of that. I don't want to like completely new IP that nobody's ever heard of. So take Game of Thrones and change one word in the title and make the next hit show and give me like a 60 second pitch about it. Hmm. There are three words. Game mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. Thrones. Yeah. Now, of would be the wild card. Right. Because blank of blank, you can have two nouns in there, and it works. Like Game and Thrones. Guys, why are we analyzing this so much? I think the premise is understandable. I don't know. Like, you could turn it into, like, Eat, Pray, Love or something. I don't know. You do you. Like, make up your own thing. How about Game Show colon Thrones? Oh, I like that. Wait, I don't know. Where'd the of go? We, that's the one I replaced. But you changed Game to Game Show. No, 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 no. Game, the word of changes to show. Oh, got it. I thought game show was one word. I don't think so. Uh, AP style. I guess GSN, <laughs> game show network. Yeah. Yeah. They must be two different words. They okay. must be. Thanks, GSN. Thanks, GSN. <laughs> uh, yeah, game show colon thrones. Got it. And in this show, first to sit on the throne wins. So it's like musical chairs? Uh, yeah. <laughs> then what happens? Uh, but there's only one throne because there are multiple thrones in the title of your show. Great point, Josh. I knew you'd be a good TV executive. <laughs> I bet people hate your notes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I only have one note. That's the whole problem. <laughs> did you <laughs> deflate? <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, the thrones whittle down in each round. There's less thrones. Okay. Okay. So it is musical. It's chairs. the same game. Got it. <laughs> but we need a twist like how Game of Thrones has. Many twists. Yeah. Maybe one of the chairs has a false butt and oh. you fall right through it. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. Right? It's like the door, the, the moon door. Yeah. But it's the butt moon door. <laughs> there we go. The butt moon door. Cool. Okay. Twist number one. Then maybe um one of them, one of the chairs... Um, what's a Game of Thrones thing? I knew you would try to think of it. I liked it better when you accidentally happened upon it. Just say <laughs> something you want to do. I would like the chair with hidden wheels. <gasps> oh, okay, like Bran, because his legs broke. He needed a wheelchair, what dude. What a connection. <laughs> wow. This is perfect. Mm -hmm. Josh, I'm sorry that I watched the whole Kramit video before you, but I'm going to be making <laughs> a lot of the connections, but you can jump in. Okay, okay. I'll make the next you one. You do the next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. An alliance. <laughs> Mike, don't try to think of a connection. Oh, I thought Josh was going. No, you are just going to say a chair, and he's going to draw the link. Okay. Josh is the is Sam. Okay, here's a type of chair. Here's 
I was Sam, Josh. That's not a take at you. I was Sam a second ago. I wasn't taking it that way. I'm just saying, I knew that someone was going to hear this and think of it that way. I'm not saying it like that. (laughs) I'm the bumbling coward, yes. (laughs) Well, now... (laughs) Here's the thing about this chair. It's made of ice. Damn it, Mike, come on. (laughs) So easy. Stop trying to make... Just come up with something you want. Okay. Um, I want a really big chair that's like um, made of the conquered um, my enemies' brains. Like that really big troll. <laughs> Is it a troll? I don't know. I haven't gotten to this point in the Kramit video yet. The guy that's like with the free folk as they're like walking back to the wall. Uh-huh. He's like nine and a half feet tall. He's gigantic. The giant. Yeah, giant. giant. That's yes. Call him a giant. Yeah. <laughs> that's the word. <laughs> uh, and he needs a gigantic chair and he's got a lot of skulls that he's crushed. There you go. Bone chair. Yeah. I thought you were going to make the connection to like the main throne in Game of Thrones that's composed of the swords of your enemies. I th- that would be too easy. I don't take the easy way out. <laughs> I don't think anyone has understood this game show, Mike. <laughs> I'm playing it wrong. Josh and I are playing it different. Okay, this has gone on for a while. What is the prize if you win Game Show Colon Thrones? You rule. <laughs> yeah. You rule the uh, seven kingdoms of the Boston area. What? (laughs) Greater Metro Boston. It's like South Boston and... That's you now. Charleston. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's a pretty interesting prize. That's a hell of a twist, Mike, don't you think? How did I end up in Boston? (laughs) Well, you're you're on a throne. You gotta be king of something. (laughs) Southeast Boston? (laughs) Who wants that? Like, that's good to win. That's like equivalent to a game show thing. I hope this happens in the real show. It was Boston all along. (laughs) It gets cold over here. (laughs) So I'm a little middling on this idea. Tappen, what do you have? Which word are you replacing? We're still going with this bit. This bit has been like 15 minutes long. Um, Okay, hang on. Let me think. This is hard to come up with, but I have an idea in pure twist manner. Okay. Okay. I will leave this to chance. You guys gave me a great idea when you said it was noun of noun. Mm-hmm. If someone could go to Google and go to random noun generator, please. We're going to mad lib it. If you guys could both do it. Yep. Mike will get the first noun. Josh will get the last noun. And Josh, twist. I'm taking two words and changing them. Okay. Here we go. Mike, what is your word? Hummus. Of time. T-H-Y-M-E. Wow, okay. Wow. (laughs) Spinoff from Game of Thrones. (laughs) Hummus of time. (laughs) Fuck yeah, I would watch that. Mike, shall I go? Yeah, I've done, uh, I've talked a lot already. You feel you've talked a lot already? I feel like I did the intro and then I did most of that. You want to sit out the rest? No, no, I'm just (laughs) like, like, it is, like, please go. Take the bench. (laughs) You're a little tired from all that athletic activity you watched? I did. I've watched a lot of sports today. It's been a big Sunday for me. Do you ever get empathetic tired? Um, no, no. Okay. (laughs) Don't worry. I'll do the next one. (laughs) Have you guys ever been interviewed in a non-work setting? Yeah. You have? I have. For what? Uh, I was interviewed for a college like TV news station. I was a man on the street. You were? I was. I think we've talked about this. Didn't they ask you something about God? Oh, that was a different time. Oh. Twice this has happened to you? That was for a Christian Facebook group. (laughs) 
Um, did you follow? I did not. But this was, I think, when Illinois uh, legalized gay marriage. And they were like, hey, what do you think? And I was like, this is great. <laughs> that was pretty much it. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Hard-hitting journalism. And you got on TV? I got on college TV. And it said Mike Bogart? Uh, I don't think they asked my name, to be honest. <laughs> they were only in college, though. So A true man just on the street. Yep. Just man. What of you, Josh? I mean, I've been interviewed by people outside of work, like not to get a job. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. What's that situation? Oh, uh, I don't know. Because I've done communication stuff for different game companies, I've been interviewed by journalists on games we're working on. Like I did this whole press junket for an Oculus event where there were a bunch of different, uh, like Rolling Stone was there, a bunch of different places were there. And they just kind of came in and tried Rockman VR and then interviewed me for a little bit about it. Wow, cool. Mm, yeah. This is like Googleable? Um yeah. There's like an Engadget video of me talking to them. There's There's a video of you. Yeah. Ooh. Do you remember any of your choice quotes? No. I do remember that there was one thing that uh <laughs> when I was at Harmonics, they were not happy that I said this because somebody at a QA for a panel that I did was like, Will Rock Band ever get Led Zeppelin? And I was like, I mean, I don't want to say never. But like we don't have anything in the plans right now. But I mean, I don't know. It could happen at some point. And I just kind of left it open ended because I didn't want to be committal. Like, yeah, very difficult to get that music, obviously. But uh, what an answer! <laughs> you shouldn't say anything about Led Zeppelin. We don't have any agreement with them. And it's like, what? So am I, I just supposed to say like next? Yeah, dude. Haven't you ever worked at a company? That's what they want. Yeah. <laughs> I had a little bit of a different interview experience. Do you guys know what StoryCorp? Is core corp core story core story core yeah ps mm-hmm. uh I vaguely it is it is it a podcast they collect people's stories yeah yeah like the moth a little bit I think so it was very interesting I think it's kind of a touring thing and there's some places that they are always around but what you do is you go into the sound recording booth with one other person and you just have a forty minute conversation. And then if there's anything good, they might cut it down to three minutes and play it somewhere. And they give you the whole conversation 10 weeks later, which is cool. You can like listen to it produce and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then what they're doing is I think they have like over 76,000 conversations already. And they're putting them all in the Library of Congress just to record like human interactions at this time. Wow. Wow. Isn't that nuts? Super cool. Yeah. It was pretty cool. I had no idea about it. Oh, quick shout out to Drew. Hey, Drew. Shout out to Drew. Shout out. Drew is my friend from storytelling class who interviewed me. Oh. Oh, yeah. Hey, I saw your stage show. It was great, Drew. Wasn't it great? Yeah. He has a great stage presence. He rapped. Do you know he's also a triathlete? Yeah, you told me that. It's, I'm pretty jealous. He has that tattoo of the triathlon icon, the Iron Man. He does them all the time. This is Drew's getting like the best shout out we have ever done. Well, he's a nice guy. Isn't Iron Man like a registered trademark or something? I think he probably also has the trademark tattooed on him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. He's a pretty proper guy. <laughs> Their lawyers should be happy about that. What, do you represent Iron Man on the side? <laughs> no, I just, like, another Rock Band story super quick. We had, like, thousands and thousands of lanyards made for packs that have the Rock Band logo on it, but it didn't have the little TM, so our lawyer was like, you can't use these. Throw these away. Jeez. Jeez, what a... Stick in the mud, that lawyer. <laughs> hey, honey, what did you stand up for today? I told all my friends and coworkers that they couldn't use lanyards at a gaming convention because they didn't have a tiny TM on them that literally no one is going to look for, and that was my horse to die on. <laughs> Come on, guy. 
they'll take you more serious if you let that little shit go. <laughs> uh, he was actually really cool. He hated doing things like that. I bet he did. <laughs> Who would like that? That sucks. I don't know. Being a corporate lawyer, just saying no all the time, that's going to be it's gonna be terrible. But anyway, Drew interviewed me in this setting, and it was super red. So I guess in 10 weeks, I'll just send you guys the conversation if you want it. Okay. And then if anybody else wants to listen to it, we'll just find a place for you to go listen to it. Nice. But before that, here's what we do on this show. Instead of my conversation with Drew, who would you have wanted to interview you in that StoryCorps booth? Hmm. Probably Dak Shepard. Dak Shepard? Oh, I love his show, yeah. Famous interviewer? He'd get a lot out of me, I think. I'd probably cry. It would be good. Wow. You're looking to cry, are you? I mean, this is going to be it forever. I want to show some emotion to whoever's going to, from the future, learn what humans were, you know? Wow. Huh. What do you want to cry about? Oh, I don't know. Uh, What's in your heart? <laughs> well, I had a really big stomach ache yesterday. <laughs> I could. I was like really, really close to crying. Holy shit! I know. Wait, dude. This coupled with the fact that we got medical advice on the last episode that you should go get your prostate checked because of the slow drip pee that oh, you have boy. coming out. Yeah. Shout out to Kyle. <laughs> Shout out, Kyle. Thank you for, I'm pretty sure, trying to help Mike, but it seems like he's not going to do anything about it. Thanks, Kyle. See? (laughs) (laughs) I took it under advisement. And now what? Now you're getting stomachache so bad that you're going to (laughs) cry? Yeah. Do you think that's normal, Mike? (laughs) Mike, you're falling apart. Go to the doctor. Okay. I'll go to the doctor. Look, there's an immediate care thing somewhere, like on this block, right? Yeah, I've been there. You've been there? Then go again. <laughs> God, what is the reservation? <laughs> um, what was I even talking about? Dax Shepard making you cry. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, stomachache. I don't know. I just feel like he's a really good interviewer. I think he would nail me. <laughs> what? <laughs> in, a, in an interview way. Josh, what about you, dude? I know that I'm not his typical type to interview, but I want to be interviewed by James Lipton. Oh, that's nice. Okay. Why? I just think like he has such a way about him in kind of getting interesting stories out. And he's always so like calm and collected and soothing in a way that, I don't know, I feel like he would have a way because he is so passive and soft of making my, in comparison, less exciting life to the people that he normally interviews sound way better than it is. Like sound really, really (laughs) exciting. (laughs) Man, I was with you all the way until the end. I was with you all the way. You picked James Lipton as your high fan? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Whose attention is he going to get? I don't know, all those people in the audience. And this is Josh, the greatest who ever lived. <laughs> That's wild. Guys, remember we were going to take under our own advisement where people were telling us to try to incorporate different points of views? Mm-hmm. Yes. We all had dudes. Let's pick ladies to either interview or not just ladies. There's a whole spectrum of gender I hear. Let's pick anyone who exists that's different than dudes that we always pick. I was actually thinking about Kara Swisher, who you may not know, but she is currently at Recode. I don't know. She's like a tech interviewer. Oh, cool. Which is like right up my alley. Yeah. A tech interviewer. That's cool. How did you start following her, like, journalism? Um, I don't know. She was on uh, another podcast that I listened to. She was a co-founder of Recode. Yeah, I don't know. She's pretty well known in the tech journalism space. 
Dude, red. Cool. I'm sure it's entirely possible one person might know that person through this podcast. Why don't you ask her an interview question right now? Ask her an interview? I thought she was interviewing me. Yeah, I know, Josh, but she's not here right now, man. We're trying to put a feeler out into the world. This is someone whose interviewing skills you admire. Show her, you know, uh, what is that thing? What is the sincerest form of flattery? Compliment? I think she's a great interviewer. It's not a compliment. It's (laughs) imitation. (laughs) Imitation, yeah. Well, if I'm imitating her, like her most famous interview, like she interviewed Steve Jobs and did like a killer interview there. Ooh. Ooh. So maybe I should ask her what it was like starting Apple in her garage. Don't treat her like... (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Okay, Mike, you? Um, I was thinking Nicole Byer. Who's Nicole Byer? She's a comedian. She has a podcast called Why Won't You Date Me, (laughs) which is very funny. She just is awesome. And she would, I think, we would just have a lot of fun. We'd have a very fun chat. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Any question you want to throw out there? To her? Yeah. God, I always way overthink these things. Oh, I need to be vulnerable. Why do you have to be vulnerable? Because that's always the key to human interaction. (laughs) What if you ask her to pick out the thing that she hates about you immediately after meeting you? Okay, yeah. What did I do wrong? Yeah. Ooh. That's a good conversation starter. Why don't you like me? Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, why won't you date me? Like, she's already on that train. Yeah. You guys are going down quite a path. There we go. This is what podcast vulnerability is all about. You know whose opinion I'm kind of interested in at the moment? Yes. I'm always curious what it's like in the run-up to something really big. Okay. So, original Avengers. Like, we're like a week away from the end of that, right? Uh Uh-huh. Endgame. The Endgame. Yeah, it's actually called that. Yeah. Scarlett Johansson's been in all of these movies. She has. And she has, in my opinion, unfairly, not gotten her own movie, you'll notice. Fucking everyone else has three. Right. But they're making one, if I understand it correctly, and it's going to come out after Endgame. So hopefully she survives, if I understand the timeline, but, you know, movies. Yeah. You're a very boring movie otherwise. <laughs> but yeah, I would ask her, what has this been like to be part of basically like the biggest ride in the Hollywood industry for so long, but at the same time, you're the one person who has basically chosen to represent a gender in the superhero world until they bring in a whole bunch of other people. Like, was that weird? I mean, am I, am I overthinking this? I don't know. I'd just be curious what the experience was like and if it's changed just alongside like how she has probably changed as a person. I'd be curious. That would be a fascinating conversation. Yeah. I wonder if anyone's ever asked her that. I don't know. I hope so. Josh, who's a robot you want to interview? Oh, good. Hurry. Hurry. Um, Johnny Five. Who's that? Who's that? From Short Circuit. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What do you guys think Bristol Myers Squibb are doing right now? The three of them. What? (laughs) You know, the three guys who started that pharmacy company way back in the day? (laughs) Yeah. What do you think Bristol, Myers, and Squibb are up to right now? Oh, fat catting it up. Don't you think? They're dead. They're probably dead. Being dead is fat catting it up? Not enough pills. (laughs) They made all the pills. It wasn't good enough. (laughs) They made bad pills. Yeah. (laughs) Old Eli Lilly got to them. The Masters was today. Yes. As we have referenced earlier. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched it. I didn't. You didn't watch it. Have you ever seen golf <laughs> on TV? 
I have, yeah. Then maybe you have also appreciated golf camera people. Oh, yes. yeah. They always keep it in frame. They like zoom with the ball all as it goes. It is so smooth. They're so good at it, and it seems pretty hard. Yeah. And as I was watching, I just appreciated them. My simple instead of for you, give me an unheralded expert who you appreciate. Oh. Oh, I like that. Unheralded expert, Josh. Unheralded expert. Someone you appreciate who doesn't get love. Why can't I think of anybody? I keep thinking of people that got more than the recognition they deserved. In the spirit of sports, I was just going to say the NBA playoffs are going. The people who wipe down the court every time there's a spill. Mm, yeah. Appreciate them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Josh, but you can't think of anyone who deserves <laughs> any appreciation for anything? No, I can think of I can think of a lot of people. I mean, I guess, yeah, you're talking about an entire profession. I was trying to think of an individual person. But I guess if you're a celebrity, then you already kind of are getting recognized and, and appreciated. And so you have learned a lesson today. <laughs> <laughs> I think that... Actually, you know what? It's not only that they don't get recognized, it's that it goes a step further and people get annoyed by them when they shouldn't. Who? Who? People doing road work. Oh, oh yeah. You, people get annoyed by people doing road work? Well, not by that, but annoyed by the road work in general because it causes traffic. It could make them late for something. But they're just trying to like make the road that they drive on better. That's a great That's point. That's true. Yeah. yeah. They're not the bad guy here. Very true. Right. Hmm. And if you're speeding in that zone, then you get a double-costing ticket? Yeah. Yeah, but that one's because there's humans around now. Yeah. The rest of the highway, there's no humans around. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, people have all kinds of reasons to get mad at them. Isn't it funny that we can put the price of a human being, we can figure it out what it is based on the city we live in? <laughs> it's so cheap. It's always like $5,000. Or 40 years in prison. <laughs> what a weird equation. You're right, though. Those are some unheralded experts. They do good. Shout out construction road crews. This sounds like we're making a desperate plea to be loved by the mafia. <laughs> Shout out to you guys. We honor you. <laughs> the mafia doesn't get recognized either, usually. That's true. No one, they, yeah. Guys, the mafia gets movies, TV shows, merchandise. Mm, yeah. There's a mafia tour in Chicago. True. It's called the Mafia Tour, <laughs> I think. Yeah. There was a mob museum in Vegas when I went there, too. These guys have branded themselves well. Remember Goodfellas? Use guys. I don't... I, he said it, not us. Jeez. He said it, not us. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great if Josh got a hit put on him. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Josh just became the audio Star Wars kid. Holy shit. <laughs> wow. Ooh. <laughs>